to Adventure Guys, the podcast for humans and dogs. I'm Eric the Human. I'm Nick the Human. <laughs> Welcome to our first episode of the next 100. The next century. Yeah, the, ne- <laughs> the century two. Yeah. We've been doing this for 100 years. <laughs> We're going to do it for 100 years more. Yeah. At least. At least. Um, yeah. I think that's how the math works out. That was a great, that was a doozy of an episode last week. I'm pretty proud of it. I was, yeah. I was listening to it, Eric, actually, as I don't always do, but I was, and I was like, this is even better than I thought it was. It was our best episode. Best episode of the podcast was the one before so? this. Yeah. Our Hell 100th yeah. episode special. Yeah. I mean, we had all the special guests. Thank you, everyone, for joining. Sean is a great addition. It was good shit. Yep. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> no, it's not. Don't say that. <laughs> um, please. I have. We have to believe. <laughs> 100 years of free fall in quality. <laughs> if, we don't, if we don't believe, who will? <laughs> uh, but we're back in classic mode. Um, just talking about stuff and talking about cartoons. <sighs> yep. Weird October we've been having. Weird October. I did, we talked about strange behavior uh, last last time. I have since watched a bunch more uh, um, horror movies this past weekend. You, I had watched, t- you had time to do that? Yeah, basically I... Uh, I just crashed on Saturday <laughs> and I slept really long and then I watched two horror movies and then one Sunday morning and then I was back at it Sunday night. So I had, you know, like a 36 hour window of just the right tried to do nothing. Yeah. I I'm on the other side of that same, same situation right now. You're in it right now. Yeah. Well, I had a crazy week at the venue. I have another crazy weekend coming up, but four days off of shows in between I'm in the middle of right now. And I hurt my back, I think. Oh, no. Like, it's been better tonight, but yesterday I could barely move. Uh. <laughs> so it was, it was like, I had to catch up on all the sleep. I woke up and like, I guess I guess I was lifting things wrong at the venue. Damn. But so like now, after like a full day of doing nothing and like another day of like just getting back into things, like, I think I'm ready to like be a person again for the next couple days. Yeah. And you'll have some time to yeah. do it. Yeah, um, I watched the, the movies I watched. I watched was uh, by this guy Ty West. I watched Pearl X and The House of the Devil. Uh, Pearl was very good. I feel like you would really like Pearl. It's um, my favorite character from Steven Universe. Uh, yeah, maybe that's why I just subconsciously <laughs> thought it. But uh, yeah, it's 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 set in like 1918, and it's with this woman named Pearl and it has like a very Disney aesthetic. There's a score, like an original score for like the entire movie. Um, that's scored wall to wall. It's, it's cool. Um, I don't, that's cool. I appreciate that. Yeah. That's how I thought you would like it. And then the aesthetics are really interesting and it's a really good performance from the actress. So scary. I would, I recommend, uh, recommend watching it, but I do like me some scary movies. I never really delved into the genre, but I, can appreciate some artistic decisions yeah and some weird shit like that yeah this one this one's more interesting i think than the it, they they've gone outside the the bounds of the traditional sort of structure so that's cool i recommend that i watched moonfall yesterday oh yeah what's moonfall it's a roland emmerich like disaster oh, kind of thing i miss that it's on hbo max it's about the moon crashing into the earth Oof. it's total garbage and it's kind of fun 
Yeah, which that sounds it sounds like that. <laughs> I like um I like some of those Roland. I mean, I liked uh he did Independence Day, right? Yeah. I love Independence Day. Um oh Halle Berry. I haven't thought about her in a long time. It's it's funny because I don't think she has like a single coherent line of dialogue in the whole movie. Like the script is just so <gasps> goddamn awful. Dude, it became one of the largest box office bombs of all time. <laughs> Budget of 138 to 146 million and it made 59. Dang. So like less than half. It was definitely not great. Patrick Wilson is the lead who is just <laughs> Yeah. There's there's there, there's those, nothing to him. There's one of those guys you you look at him and he he's such just like you know, he should. They, Patrick Wilson should be in the dictionary next to actor, and it should just be his face. <laughs> yeah. I think like that's that's how I feel about him. I'm like that's an actor. It's like just like completely by the book, like AI generated, <laughs> right? Like what does an actor look like? And it's like that guy. It's like the most unremarkable straight white guy to be in a movie, right? <laughs> but 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 there's something else to him. It's not that he's like so unremarkable, but but he does have like the prettiness and the pristineness of an actor. You know what I mean? Where it's like this theoretical handsomeness is a handsomeness that I'm not sure that like the female gaze is so actually interested in, but like through the lens of like American culture, you you think we would <laughs> yeah, be really yeah. interested in, but it's not actually interesting, but it's like this sort of um, conceptual perfection of a, of a straight white guy actor face. <laughs> yes. You know, I, it's, it's really interesting and he looks like other actors, but you can't put your, your finger on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unlike who it's, yeah, it's like the, the least charismatic answer to the question. Who is an actor for it's, a Hollywood blockbuster? It's sort of like, um, I'm trying to think of like a really good music analogy where there's, where it's like I'm sure coming up, he, everyone was like, "Dude, you're gonna be huge! Like you are the actor! Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you should be in the dictionary's actor! Like that is what you were born to do." But then as he goes, he's probably faced challenges because he's not like unique or interesting enough to be to warrant these meaty parts. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Yes. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I feel bad being mean to him. But, Sorry, uh, Patrick. But. Dude, he he can cope with uh, an Adventure Time podcast criticizing his existence. Yeah, <laughs> I know. He's had plenty of other privileges in this life. Yeah, I know. I guess it's it's a hard th- it's a hard thing. I'm glad I, at this point in my life, I'm not an actor. I don't see how that's going to change. Really, <laughs> I'm not taking any active steps. But it just seems like such a wild ride. It's there's got to be a point where you know that this conversation is happening about you. <laughs> like, who are the people in his life that were encouraging him? I bet a lot of people, because he looks like an actor. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like, everyone must have encouraged him. I would have. I bet he got like. I bet he definitely high school superlatives. No question. <laughs> he got into theater school and had some leads and like. Booked commercial work really early. I bet he's like had a good ride. Yeah, he seems like he's got a lot of commercials under his belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but 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 like I guess there's a part of you that's like you like that attention that everyone's talking about you because I guess we all sort of we, everyone thinks about that. Like everyone probably I feel like everyone in the world thinks other people talk about them more than they actually do. Probably right. <laughs> yeah. What do people say when you're not there? And it's like I doubt it's a lot, but <laughs> it is. I don't know. Um, so maybe they enjoy it, but it seems just opening yourself up to like this sort of criticism is pretty pretty harsh. But it like comes at the territory of lead actor, I suppose. Um, yeah, interesting movie. Um, all right, it's ten fifty two. <laughs> we should talk about the Adventure Time episode before Crash and Burn. Episode discussion. Okay, we watched season one, episode 15. What is life? What is life, Eric? This is possibly the most philosophical episode of television to ever air. <laughs> Certainly title. <laughs> Title-wise, it is. I don't know how much deeper you could truly get. Um, like, is is the purpose to prank people by throwing pies at them or to capture princesses is that what life is for do you go with what your father wants or what your friends want what do you want (laughs) neptor what do you want yeah this is neptor's origin story which i thought was gonna like i don't remember this episode fondly no i rolled my eyes at the idea of it when we talked about last week and then this time we were putting it on I, i i said to eric aloud I'm very scared of bad rapping. <laughs> we go back to these season one episodes and I'm just taken aback constantly at how ridiculous some of the shit they were doing was. Yeah. Well, you know what I would say is as you go, obviously the show gets better as it goes on. And thus, every time we go back to a season one, there's always a part of me that's like kind of like a, a sigh, a little, a little glint of disappointment because I'm ready to be where I know the show's better. But then each time we watch a season one, we have so much fun and it makes me laugh. And I'm like, this is so much better than I actually remembered. I think I, I, you know what I mean? Like it actually is great. Like this is one of the more fun episodes I can remember watching in a, in a while. Yeah. I think this is probably how people felt when they were seeing this for the first time, when they didn't have expectations or anything. Cause we've talked about how, my early watch throughs, I did not really catch on until later seasons mm-hmm. because I had the expectations that the show was some epic, crazy story that was super fleshed out and developed and, you know, every, everything that people had told me about it. Uh, and I w- started watching much later. So I didn't get how different season one was compared yeah. to what it turned into. Uh, but now understanding season one's place in the canon so I can have just as much fun just watching a one-off. Yeah, we've come full circle now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I actually wasn't that good. Actually, it's better than I remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. There were high joke density in this episode. High laugh, high amount of yeah. of of nonsense. But not. you know what? I will say, like, you know, we've talked about r- random humor uh, in the show. And that's there in this one, but I also thought that there were actual jokes. It wasn't the joke wasn't always just isn't it so random this is happening? Like there was actual jokes there that were kind of funny. Yeah, there was certainly more randomness than later seasons. Yes, uh, but there there is a, a little bit more of the 
the quirkiness in joke yes. density that yes. comes along in later seasons as well. And a good and an in, like a an Adventure Time point of view that's funny. Yes, they are. They're still finding the house style, mm-hmm. uh, and you see deviations in the art, uh, and like the character of Ice King and that kind of kind of thing. Um, but they're figuring it out, and you you start to see just you know the seeds of what it will become later on. Yeah, and it's yeah. Totally, it's a, it's, a, it's a good way to say it, and there are there are seeds in this. So it's about Jake, a uh, Finn creating Nectar so that he can prank Jake, and then he gets Ice King involved. And I will say, so I just want to say some of the seeds. We go to Ice King's castle, and I thought it was interesting like, that there were some of these details that were there from this early on, which I guess I thought came later. Like the fact that ice King is so skinny under his, um, huge coat is here. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's episode 15. And I, for some reason in my head, that was only exposed later in the show. Like as we were exploring sp- uh, who ice King was, but in this, no, it's, he's there, he's skinny. The, his underwear is the same. Yeah. His body's the same. He, his relationship with Gunter is there. And then inside of uh, his like living quarters, he has like the uh, weightlifting bench with all the buff guy posters up. <laughs> and um, he's sitting on this. Th- I'm like, it's they, they really nailed it this early. And this is like got to be one still an early time we're seeing it. Yeah. Uh, at this point, Ice King had probably only even appeared a handful of times and he's his development was still pretty one note just i gotta capture princesses but they they found a sort of interesting way to take that note and write a different song with it Mm -hmm. if if you allow me to extend that metaphor yes they did (laughs) so i do want to go back though I also think, Eric, we may have enjoyed this episode so much because we've been doing the podcast with less frequency. So the adventure time has been not as present in my life. So coming back, it was just great. Like when Jake is coming in with this huge trash bag, I literally was like, oh, it's Jake. So good to see Jake. I haven't seen him in a while. And him in his trash bag full of butter. (laughs) Which he throws at Finn and that's his prank. It's not really a prank. No. It, it's not because he tells him what it is and that's what it is and neither is the core concept of throwing pies at someone no and yet that's a lot of the motivation of what drives this episode forward is right. the ability to throw pies never ending <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I guess that that's how they've in their relationship uh, <laughs> decided on what a prank is is just doing something to somebody that's like they they even like they they talk about it like um later in Ice King's vision where he's like this is the pranks they're gonna pull on you and they're just farting on Nectar again that's like not really a prank <laughs> yeah. um there's no sort of trickery involved there's no sort of cleverness it's a very weird thing but yeah they throw he throws butter him he's he's just totally covered in butter and he vows to get Jake back and Jake's like cool I'm gonna go for a day long nap. And uh, I will say, Eric, I, I don't know if you felt this way, but the uh, the concept of a day-long nap really spoke to me in this busy October. I was like, God, I, I long for the days where I could just do a day-long nap. And also where, like, even if I have a day where I could day-long nap, 
you feel like you're wasting your time. I, I, I wish my time was so unstructured that you're like, oh, I could just throw this day out and sleep <laughs> and come back later. Like that, I feel like that is that relationship with time is really a dream. Yeah. There was a, what was I watching? Oh, uh, Avenue five. You aware of that show? No. Uh, with Hugh Laurie on HBO. Mm. Um, Mr. House. Yeah. But he's the, he's the captain of a spaceship. Mm. I've seen the ads. Um, and Zach Woods is in it. Uh huh. And Josh Gad and Zach Woods is having a conversation with Josh Gad. And, uh, he says, uh, are you afraid of naps? And Josh guy's like, no. Are you afraid of long naps? Josh guy's no, I love long naps. I'm like, so seeing as death is just really a long nap, are you afraid of death? It's like, I guess I'm not. Like, what a great way to look at things. Wow. <laughs> that really struck, I watched that episode today, it really struck a chord with me for some reason. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know, I've been placing a lot of importance on naps. Does this mean I'm... <laughs> I'm unafraid of death now. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. And just reframe it a little bit <laughs> yeah. and here we go. That's so funny. Um I love that. Uh yeah. And Jake's not afraid of death either. Yeah, that's that's a, a established character point with yeah. him. So there seems to be some correlations here. Yeah. <laughs> He's fine with it. Hmm. Yeah, we said this is a deep episode, <laughs> right? What a concept! <laughs> yeah, well, they. I guess they. So, okay, so the episode is called "What Is Life." They don't really examine the philosophical ramifications of that, do they? No. It just they. He just creates a robot, well, a sentient robot, and he's got to figure out what his purpose is. But like, they don't really <sighs> get into it. Like, oh, you've just created life, and what does this mean now? Like. Only in a very surface level way. That's that's kind of funny. Um, yeah, with with Nectar. So so Finn goes out and he goes. I'm gonna show him. I, I'm gonna build a character of pies that of a robot that uh, throws pies never ending at Jake. And then he just like takes a old microwave, a can of beans, a, a bunch of wires, and just kind of throws it all together in under 15 seconds. Tries to get it to turn on, and when it can't, he starts to break down that he'll never come up with a prank as genius as the uh, trash bag full of butter. It's, yeah, like, what the fuck was your plan, Finn? Like, th- it's this kind of shit that's like, this flies in season one, but I think it's maybe even a little too ridiculous for for later seasons. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, he's still a kid at this point, and it's like pranks, so it's like, okay. Yeah, but as as Finn goes on, he's adventuring more, and you see him solving complex problems. This would not fly. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So he gets mad. He throws Neptur out, and then um, a lightning strikes him, and he comes to life. How convenient. How convenient. But as he comes to life, and this is where I was going to get to with examining the existential questions, is... uh, He's he's alive, but not fully functional. Like his tires, he can't actually drive. Like he's just skidding along sideways. Yeah. He um right his his like oven isn't working correctly. He can't move the the throwing mechanism. Right, and he describes it as suffering. Yeah, he says, "Master, does it?" Or uh, well, when he gets, yeah, he says, "Master, does it please you to watch me struggle?" <laughs> yeah. 
or creator or something. (laughs) Keeps calling him my creator. I love you, my creator. I always will. Uh, And then, yeah. So then Finn immediately is like, okay, we got to get more lightning because you need more juice to truly live. So let's go to Ice Kings. And that happened so fast. I was literally like, wait, why are they going to Ice Kings? And you're like, to get lightning? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, that kind of makes sense, I guess. And then they're just flying with a on balloons, like to the top of the Ice King castle. Yeah, sentient balloons. Yes, which is revealed. And that, this is like a funny thing where it's a funny randomness where, okay, it's random that the balloons are sentient, yes. But then they give the balloons character traits where they're pranksters. Um, and they have like an outlook. And, and that's funny. Like that could be, it, you could have done some of those similar jokes with a friend in a car that's that's funny and it's just he's really in pranking now and and stuff and like had the similar kind of fun with it but the randomness of this just elevates it <laughs> yeah um but yeah then they, they go into ice king and they, they're doing a breaking and entering and uh nectar is rightly concerned is this really a prank <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. uh finn's like yeah we're pranking and entering which is pretty good which we've seen Finn and Jake do before. It's like, yeah. as much as Ice King is supposed to be like the villain, Finn and Jake really, they really don't leave him alone. Like, no. they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty mean to Ice King. Uh, and at this point, Ice King doesn't have a lot of development yet. So I guess it's fine, but. Yeah, because he just wants to steal princesses and all that. Yeah, this, the whole, the whole like Ice King's lair like scene is. It's just so ridiculous. I was kind of like, there was a point where I was like, what are we even doing right now? And it kind of doesn't matter. It kind of, it's just first season antics. Yep. Um, yo, the ice monsters that Ice yes. King six on them. So yeah, so now they're going around and they're, they're, they're going to pull pranks. They're really trying to get to the lightning. I don't know if Finn really knows where the lightning is or like what his plan exactly is. It's not revealed really what, what he's after, but right. Yeah. This is why it's also just like nonsensicals. What do you think is, is, is going to happen with this lightning? How, how are we supposed to get it? Like you need ice King to actually use it. Right. Yeah. But then when ice King eventually does, he, he didn't get it. It's almost like he was looking for a room with lightning. It's what we're led to believe. It's weird. But then he slips, falls, and goes into one of Ice King's other rooms, tunnel situations, sets off an alarm. And as he sets off an alarm, a guard dog, let's call it, comes out. But this guard dog is uh, absolutely insane. It's made of ice, but it's functional in that it has a whole bunch of organs inside of the ice propelling it. Okay, what did you think of when you saw this? Um... I, I don't know if I really thought of anything. Dude, I got intense images of fucking eraser head. Oh, really? I was thinking of like uh of Ghostbusters or something, like the the dogs that uh Rick Moranis turns into, uh like those guard dogs for Zool. Um <laughs> Dude, uh, the, the organs, the, the, the exposed key the exposed organs? Yeah, I didn't I I haven't seen actually seen um what's it called in a while? Um, eraser head in a while. Dude, that is one of the most haunting horror scenes in, in my, the baby, the baby has exposed organs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pulling up a eraser head baby. Um, 
Yeah, I I think I I saw that oh, for, right. for the when first opened, time in when college opened, when he opens the bandages. Yeah, dude, it's so fucking intense. That has stayed with me for so long. David Lynch, he know, always finds a way in. He always does. Play that David Lynch theme song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, the thing about it, you know, what's really funny about that is, you know, how they say like, you know, no one's ever ready for kids, but you're like, it's the best thing that's ever going to happen to you. You should just have kids and and it'll be great. Right. Um, it'll, it'll totally work for you. And Eraserhead is just proof that that's not going to be the case for everybody. (laughs) Cause like that movie he's talked about, it was him working through having a child before he was ready and is like working through his like complicated feelings about having this child while he is trying to pursue the art life. And that's where a racer head comes from. And look at the horror that it manifested in. Oh my God. It's like, imagine if that's raging inside your brain. It's like, maybe that's someone who shouldn't have had a kid then. <laughs> yeah. I think evidently um, it did. It did give birth to his creative journey, but, Oh my god! Yeah, that that image of the the fucking insides just not being held together by anything. Yeah. Front and center when I'm watching this episode of Adventure Time. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah, and they end up in some sort of place. Is there like a, a lightning mill or something? I forget where they are. And they find lightning, but then um, Ice King comes down with a huge centipede made of ice. And tells the centipede to get Finn, but then he gets Ice King, and then Ice King starts firing lightning at Neptor, um, and and Finn's getting scared. But I'm like, wait, Finn, isn't this good? And then it hits him, and he goes, Oh yeah, that's what we wanted. Yeah, is it? It was it was also funny. Finn tries to like take the bullet and like jumps in front of uh, Neptor when he's being shot with lightning, but the lightning curves around Finn does something that lightning obviously cannot do yeah. like. <laughs> amazing outrageousness um I love that and then oh man and so here here's another thing that, about this episode that like threw me for a loop uh in weird season one vibes is that there is a lot that goes on like the journey from the beginning of the episode to the end, so much yeah. happens because now at this point, Neptune is struck with Ice King's lightning, and, mm-hmm. and now he's alive. And then he, to get out of there, he he starts throwing pies at the centipede, and which contain uh, boysenberries poison. and poison. Yeah, because which Finn is then like what? And 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 so I would just say, usually this is where the episode might end, but there's a whole other act basically. Yeah, and Neptune is now fighting. Like the balance between, yeah, like yeah, like when we went. To, okay, so this is a good point. It was it was, was it a chamber of reflection or um, remember the we we watched it a couple weeks ago where basically, uh, Jake and Finn break into Ice King's, uh, oh the, spot. the Ice Ninja episode? yeah the Ice Ninja episode chamber of frozen blades or that's something. what yeah. it is chamber of frozen blades that's sort of the, it doesn't have this third act they get in there they run amok and then they get out and that's the end of the episode. 
this is a very similar episode, but there's a whole front end and a whole back end. <laughs> yeah. And 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 the back end isn't just some sort of extra little fun bits. It's like where they put it all together and it gets really crazy. Um, so they get back home, but as they're leaving, Ice King is like, I'm now filled with an intense sense of longing as I watch them leave. And you're like, okay, what is going on? And at the, the, the same time when Neptor is starting to act a little weird and he gets there and Ice King's at the treehouse waiting for them is basically like, give me my son. <laughs> yeah. Cause the lightning spell that he cast, like transferred some part of Ice King into Neptor. So they share some sort of like, it's not, what did he say? He said, he's got my private particles. Yes. <laughs> Which is, I hate, and um, yeah, it was really gross. And but, and yeah, so it's like it's part of him now. So Finn created him, but he's got some parts of him, and he doesn't know what to do. So he, he freezes Finn and then grabs Neptor, and as he grabs Neptor, he starts he's gonna take him away. He starts spinning really fast. Finn gets sucked up, and then all three of them land in Ice King's imagination. Which is like, this is a thing now? Yeah. What? I don't think it's a thing later. No. But I love it. I absolutely love this choice. And there we're just surrounded by all the princesses. Dude, there's and, so ew. many weird princesses. Was that like a Cronenberg princess? Did you see that one? I didn't know what that princess was. <laughs> the Jack buff green princess with like an extra arm. Oh, there's there's the, the muscle princess. Yeah. But there was another like... Like... <sighs> Hold weird. on, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can pull up a list of the princesses. There was a weird, like, humunculus kind of amalgamation of weird multiple princesses in one. Oh wow! Okay, here's all the princesses: princesses, ghost princess, emerald princess, engagement ring princess, lumpy space princess, disgusting princess bubblegum, wildberry bee, embryo jungle mini muscle. Peanut, Princess, 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 Purple Princess, Space Angel Princess, <laughs> Grid Face Princess, Turtle, Skeleton, Lizard, Laurel Princess. Okay, what is Princess, Princess, Princess? That's what I'm going to pull up right next. Oh my God, yes. This is the fucking is the weird Cronenberg one. So this is the first appearance in, in What is Life. Later appears in Loyalty to the King when she bumps into Finn and Jake. Saying she wanted to meet the nice king. Yeah, then she comes back a couple times. Whoa. Who the fuck is this? Maria Bamford voices. <laughs> yeah. It has a monster head. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that is a crazy. Okay. I want to go back to Gridface Princess. Look at that. Have you seen that before? Is that a reference to something? Let's see. That seems like a a reference. Yeah. Like from some old like uh like Greek or some sort of thing. And this is Laurel Princess. Purple majesty skin and long brown copper brown hair. Golden tiara. Not much to know about Laurel Princess. This is the only appearance of it of her them uh yeah i don't know princess princess princesses 
Horrifying. Oh, horrifying and totally a highlight. <laughs> oh, holy shit. That was crazy. <laughs> and uh, Nefter does want to go after the princesses, princesses, but is like, but I still want to go do pranks with Finn and Jake later. Like, he's really bought it on the pranks. I guess because that was the purpose for his creation. Yeah. It's not... <sighs> Yeah, the decision-making process isn't really revealed, I guess, why he actually chooses to go with Finn and, and be a prankster. It's like, why did one side win out over the other? And and what's what's this weird connection that Ice King has with Neptur? Because, like, the, the, the tag at the end of the episode... Yeah. Well, so then he does this, and then they come down, and then he's he, he says he's going to go with Finn, and Ice King wants to destroy him. Which um he's thwarted by a pie of the face which burns him. Yeah. And they knock and Finn knocks the crown off. Then they go to prank Jake. And then as he's laying on the ground, we see into his his uh dreams that he's having or his imagination. And it's him and his son as the sun's setting and Papa or Poppy, do do we go uh look for princesses now or later? He goes, Stay here for a little bit. This is nice. And he like puts his arm around him. And what is this a reference to? This is just like the ending of every sweet movie ever. It's like he wants the wholesome family relationship, but even but his ideal baked into it, like him having a son is something he wants, but they would still be trying to capture princesses together. Yeah, I, I thought I thought this was like a specific reference to like something like, oh, the sun is going down. Like, let's I don't know. I feel like that's right? a generic trope of at this point of a father's son in uh, a movie in like a and TVs, but I'm trying to look if there's a on the, the wiki. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, but weird. Um, real weird. Yeah. But very funny episode. <laughs> Lots of laughs. It was funny. Um, yeah, it covered so much ground. Which I very much enjoyed. Not a lot of Jake. Not a lot of Jake. Well, Jake's taking that nap. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. Uh, should we play the game? All right, Nick, did you see the snail? Yes, I saw the snail. Eric, did you see the snail? Yes, I saw the snail. This one was easy, right? Yeah, it wasn't bad. I just had to be, I just like, <laughs> the classic shit for me where Five minutes in the episode, I was like, fuck, I haven't been looking for the snail. Like, I, I forgot. Uh, uh, so that, then I started looking at it. I was like, thank God it was towards the end of the episode. Yeah, it was It was pretty prominent. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. All right. But they, did, they did it in the, which they do sometimes, which gets me, which is there's some real action starting to happen on screen, like some real conflict, and then they put them in there. Right. It was like right when the isopede got blown yeah. up or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Well, congratulations to us. We we won. We did it. Looking in the scenery throughout the land of ooh, Eli's in wait for me and you. We saw the snail. We saw the snail. We saw the
if you're listening to this, you made it this far, thank you. Uh, if you could give us five stars on whatever podcast app you're listening to, that would be primo. Give us six stars. Try. Break the algorithm. I would love it. Please do it. Um, subscribe to us on YouTube uh, if you could. Give us a follow on Instagram at Adventure Guys Podcast. Um, and then if you want to really support us, you can go to anchor.fm slash Adventure Guys Podcast and throw us a buck a month or five or 10 or 20. You can do any of that. Um, we did have, I mean, do we want to shout out any of our our recent uh, person who contributed to us? I feel like might as well. Yeah. I want to make sure that I got the uh, amount correct. Yeah. Tyler. There it is. Oof. Oh, hell yeah. Tyler. Pacho. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for supporting us. Big supporter. Now, honestly, the top supporter. I don't think we needed to say how much you're doing, but like, that's a big time help. Score to beat. And it's the score to beat. Uh, thank you very much. It's actually going to go right into uh, some stuff for the podcast. Like, we're going to reinvest that shit right back into it. So, so thank you, Tyler. Like, for real. That's really cool. Um, cool. Uh, Miscellaneous Mania? Miscellaneous Mania. There's things you may not know. Those Eric and Nick will show you all the trivia in Miscellaneous. Now we're in a new century. And I was listening to that. I was like, man, I could have sung that a little better. <laughs> I know it's been played a hundred times, <laughs> but I was like, oh, I kind of could have sung that a little better. So funny. I guess you always, like when, we were, when I was making that, I remember it was in one of these crazy periods, like two years ago in the fall. And I just like had to bang it out as fast as I could. <laughs> That's okay. I think it's good enough. It's one of our top songs. Yeah. One of our top songs. Um, okay. Looking at the, the stuff. All right. I'm glad we went through all the different princesses. Um. Yeah. So this was this was the debut episode for fourteen different princesses. They were not all named. No, they they definitely just drew a bunch of crazy princesses, and then they're like, "Well, I guess these are in the canon now." So we'll figure it out later. <laughs> yeah. Um. This is the first time Jake wasn't like a main character in an episode. Oh, okay. First minor appearance. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, it didn't register. It did register, but not too much it's like oh minimal jake there's a we talked about this there's plenty of episodes with minimal jake that focus on finn there's not that many episodes that just focus on jake without finn right i don't think a ton we've we've talked about like can we find jake solo episodes we've definitely reviewed fewer of them anyway yeah i know that's a list we should make um it was made by interestingly um written storyboarded by two fellas that I'm looking here looked to God, man, there's so many ads in this goddamn wiki. Uh, only worked on season one. I think both of them, L- Luther McLaurin and Armin Mirzayan. Um, yeah, both just in this episode. Um, Armin did the jiggler business time and what is life. Uh huh. 
with Luther. They they did it as a team. Three pretty memorable, iconic episodes. Yeah, very very season one. And Luther did those, and then as well as uh, the henchmen later on. There's there are a lot of things that make this stand out as like super season one ish because there's like Finn does a weird face. At oh one yeah, point yeah, yeah. Where it, and there's a lot of shots with Finn having eye whites, where it's like they're they're kind of fast and loose with how they're conveying expressions and emotions with Finn. And there's a little bit more consistency later on. Uh, like they only give Finn actual eye whites, like in very extreme circumstances, but it's kind of happening all over this episode. Yeah, totally. I, you're totally right. Um, another one I want to just throw out there. So this is Nepter's debut, obviously the origin of Nepter. Also the first Gunter appearance. Oh, really? That's what it says here. That one slotted in totally unnoticed. Like it seemed exactly like the Gunter we know and love from all over the rest of this series. So yeah, a lot of consistency with that character then. Real interesting. So did these guys fucking invent Gunter? Uh, a real interesting question. Like, was that... Mm. Did they make it up for this or did they... Who created Gunter? This is where he's introduced. It's like, did they introduce him for this episode and then figure out how to use him? Or did... Was this like a character that, you know, they knew they wanted to bring in? Because Gunter is hugely important. <laughs> yeah. The first... Is this... Is this the first major appearance by Gunter is the Chamber of Frozen Blades, which you were just talking about. What have you done? He's in. Okay, so Gunter's only in two episodes in the first season. What is life and what have you done? Then is in it came from that sphere and is more starts to be more in it. Um Yeah, I don't know, this is very interesting. That's a question I would like to ask somebody if we ever interviewed somebody. <laughs> yeah. From the show. Did you know when you drew this penguin on a random episode in season one that he would be one of the biggest villains of the whole fucking series? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that would be very interesting. <laughs> There's other stuff. I just, sometimes you go through this, Eric, and I read it. I'm just like, I don't even want to mention this. It's like, yeah. not, it's like not even that interesting. I know. It's great. They're cooking. By the time they get to this episode, they're cooking. Yeah. Uh, from all of the episodes that we've watched previously featuring Neptor, uh, I was not stoked about watching his origin story, but this episode was pretty good. No, I'd make this a like my favorite Neptor thing. The very first one. So it, the next Neptor appearance isn't for a while, right? Let me look. And I think they kind of make a joke about that. Yeah. We watched. Okay, here we go. Yeah, where you been, Neptor, right? Wasn't it, it was like hide and seek? Hot to the touch. The That's next, the next one? It's the next. Wait, okay, wait, hold on. Let's see. I End can, of season three? I can see. When's Bimo Noir? Yeah. I think that's the next one. Wait. 
if, if this list, I think this list is in, yeah, Hot to the Touch, season three. <laughs> Gosh. And then after that, it's season yeah, cause, four. Yeah, because that's the episode they're after like. After that, season four, Bimo Noir. Right. I remember watching this and and being really confused as to who Neptor was. I was like, I've seen a lot of episodes. Like maybe, and I was like, what is Neptor? And then someone's like, never-ending pie-throwing robot. I was like, what are you talking? I'm supposed to know who this is? But because they, they didn't put him in there for a while. Um, right. I wonder what the story is with Andy Milanakis. Like, they just got him in for a random guest feature. And then, like, at what point? Because so much time went by until they brought him back. And then he came back kind of a lot. Yeah. There's and how about that? It's weird that they they don't ever acknowledge like the Ice King connection either. There's 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 an episode where Ice King assembles a team. Do you remember that one? Uh huh. And he and he picks. So Nectar. I like that one. Yeah, it was kind of right because it's like Ice King, Lumpy Space Princess, Lemon Grab, and yeah. Tree Trunks. Yeah. <laughs> and Dude. and Neptor. Yeah, what was this episode? I loved that episode. <laughs> it was yeah, it was like a like a B squad episode. <laughs> <laughs> lemon Yeah, I mean Lemon Grab and Tree Trunks in the same uh, Is it Mystery Yeah, Mystery Dungeon. That was one just... But he picks Neptor for the team because he gets him confused with Bemo. Like he tried to pick Bemo and he <laughs> he accidentally got right. Neptor. It's like basically the, them acknowledging that they hit it r- more right with BMO. Yeah. I know. But like Ice, Ice this is Ice King's son supposedly and he still he doesn't even fucking remember. <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah. That that whole part of him being his son never comes back. Yeah. And I wish they, they kind of would. That that would have been the perfect time. There there might be a throwaway line in that episode where Neptor bemoans that in some way yeah i think you're right he he calls him father or something yeah but ice king doesn't fucking remember at all that that sounds right it is revealed that ice king almost completely does not remember neptur just which is a stark comparison events where he ice king five neptur is his own (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness that is really funny yeah i don't know I gave Neptor some shit. I, I never I, earlier in this show's tenure, this podcast, I really didn't enjoy Neptor. I was always like, I just don't like this at all. Yeah, I mean, the other characters in the show don't like Neptor either. Yeah. Same thing. You know, this is interesting. Neptor and Cinnamon Bun both wind up hanging out with Flame Princess. The, the Wait, two, Neptor does too. Yeah, because he raps with her. All oh, right, and those are two char- characters that the other characters in the show shit on constantly. Yeah. And they both wind up flocking the Flame Princess. I wonder, wonder well, what that's about. Flame Princess knows what it's like to be someone that people don't like. Because she was, you know, kept in that cage for so long. And yeah. Told by her dad, who would whisper in her ear that she was evil. <laughs> so she, she's sort of like an out. She's a true outsider in that respect. So maybe she's like, oh, I get you. That's a very interesting observation, though, Eric. Yeah. Yeah. Neptor. Kind of hard on you, Neptor, but you, this one was fun. All right. Well, hopefully we don't have to hang out with Neptor. Now, let's let's leave let's leave like, let's leave Neptor on a high note for a little while. Yeah. yeah like I'm I'm actually like I really like Neptor. 
I know the next time he comes up, we're probably not going to be quite as infatuated. Yes. It's going to be rapping. All right. Want to see what we're going to watch next week? Please. Oh, is next week going to be our Halloween episode? It should be. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's generate an episode, but it's not going to be random, I guess. What are we going to watch next week? What are we going to watch? Uh, okay, what are the spooky episodes of this show? Oh, yeah. Google uh, spooky Adventure Time episodes. Oh, here we go. Slumber Party Panic. It's the first episode? Oh, wait, we can't do that, right? Aren't we saving that? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. That's a zombie episode. Henchman. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. That's not that spooky, is it? Oh. Yeah, we've watched that one. Yeah. Death and Bloom we watched. Mortal Folly and Mortal Recoil. No one can hear you. Um, Which one is that? They take on a deer that has been licking the candy people. Oh, we did that, right? Yeah, I think we did. Hug Wolf. Ghostfly. Ghostfly. That was one of the spooky ones I remember. Did we? I don't think we did that one, but I, I know I've seen Ghostfly. I just... We haven't done it. We talked about doing it for last Halloween, but we decided Blank Eye Girl. Oh, yeah, way better. Should we do Ghostfly? Uh, yeah, we could do Ghostfly. I'd like to save the first episode for a little while. We just had a monumental episode. Yeah. Cool. All right, Ghostfly. All right, a Halloween special will be Ghostfly. What season is that? Season six, episode 17. Okay. Ghostfly. Great. All right. Thanks, y'all. Happy new century of the podcast to you. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. Peace out, y'all.